Welcome to the Perfect Time Podcast. Join us, your go-to gal pals, as we dish out tips and tricks on all things mindset and mental fitness. I'm Christy. And I'm Lindsay. Get ready for a dose of laughter, plenty of aha moments, and a whole lot of positivity packed into each episode. Good afternoon, Perfect Timers. It's Lindsay and Christy, and we are ready to chat with you. Hey, Christy, how's it going? Hi, it's going great. How are you? Good. I'm good. I could use a dose of sunshine, you guys, if you're Ohio, Ohioans. Wait, is the sun not shining at your house? I don't know. No, it's not. Is it at yours? It's so sunny here. It's 47 and sunny. Okay, well, disclaimer though, I did get my eyes dilated. So I've been wearing a sunglasses like as precaution anyway. So maybe, but it does not look overly sunny out my window. Okay, anyway, I mean, apparently well, we're getting a dose of sunshine today, which everybody needs. Yeah. And and like in it's all relative, right? So the sun today is brighter than it was yesterday, but that's still not bright because it's which was non-existent. Yeah. But anyways, yeah. So we're making it through January. Um, Christy and I are excited to continue talking about like our revelations and not so much resolutions, but just how we're doing on our new goals for the year. Um, I hope that you guys listen to Carrie's chat with Carrie because she's so fun and always has some good words of wisdom to add. So if you haven't listened to that, go back and listen to that. Um, but yeah, Christy, how's it been going so far for you? Like just with the new year, starting over homeschool, farm life, all the things. Yeah. So it's been going, well, first, should we do our, <gasps> what's in your cup? What's on your plate? Yes. Okay. I'll quickly Let's do that really quick. Yeah. Um, I'll tell you what's in my cup. Um, I'm not drinking coffee, which is like a first for me, but I was, I was just texting with my mom and my sister the other day for, for the first time since since maybe before Ruby was born, I'm having like a coffee aversion. Like it doesn't sound good to me right now out of the blue. Like I'm not ill. I'm not, um, I don't know, but it just like, I'm struggling to finish my morning cup. And you guys, I have to like give you some context here. I, if you, you've probably heard me say this before, if you've listened to the podcast, I'm an all day coffee drinker normally. So this is really weird. I'm like freaked out, but maybe it's a good thing. I don't know. I'm just, I don't know. But, I, but anyway, I, I have my Stanley here filled with um, water and minerals. Revitalize. Um, oh, nice. Yeah. So I don't know. I'm just gonna, I, I, I've been trying to like break it. Like I got a coffee af- yesterday afternoon to like force myself back into it. <laughs> Because it just feels so wrong um, to not have a coffee in my hand, but I couldn't finish it. It's so weird. Hmm. So anyway. New year, new you. I guess. I wasn't trying for that, but I guess it's probably a good thing. Okay. So that's what's in my cup plus an extra story because I can't just say one thing without telling a story. Um, And then what is on my plate? Uh, Let's think. So I have this. I'm. I'm trying to think of what story I want to tell you, but I have this duck. I'll give you a little farm story. (laughs) And she got injured a couple of months ago. I forget if I've talked about that on here or not. Um, You can talk about one of the injuries that you had to nurse back to health. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah, I mean, we've had a lot of injuries. Anyway, this particular duck has a hurt leg or hip. I can't figure it out. I'm 
I know it makes me sad. And I, anyway, I'm trying to heal her still. And I, I took it a step further this week and I was like, maybe I'm going to take her to the vet. But I mean, like, here's the thing about farm life. I know it sounds hard. Cause if you're just like have a cat or a dog that's indoor, like, of course you're going to take them to a vet if they have a hurt leg. Right. Yeah. But then you have this farm filled with tons of ducks, tons of chickens. Like the duck was a dollar at tractor supply. So like, eh, how much, how much care and expense do I expend on this duck? And so I'm anyway, I called the vet and they were like, it's $48 for the exam, but then it's $150 for an x-ray. And I was like, eh, okay, I'm not going to do that. But like, thank yeah. you. Cause, and then she was like, if, if it's broken, we recommend like they would just euthanize her. And so I know. So I was like, I'm not going to spend $200 to then have to like euthanize this duck. And I don't, but at the, I don't know. It's, it's awful. It's um, that's the hard of farming for sure. Cause like she's living in a cage right now and she doesn't have much quality of life. Cause I'm trying to like not make her walk very much. You know, she's on yeah. bed rest. She's on um, rest. Anyway, all of that to say today is her physical therapy day. And by physical therapy, I mean, I just put her in a bathtub filled with water and she gets to swim a little bit. And that's her therapy to try to keep her leg moving. Um, but like without putting too much pressure on it, a swim is a good thing for her. I think Christy, so when we're done podcasting, I'm going to, I'm going to fill the bathtub up in the barn. Uh, there's a bathtub out there and I'm going to take her for a swim. Okay. I love that. I guarantee you no one else listening to this podcast is taking their duck swim. Taking their duck for a swim. No. Mm -mm. That is really sad. I hope that she regains her strength. She's so sweet and she's still laying eggs, an egg every day. And so I feel, and she eats a girl. She, I know she's just a strong little lady. So I'm hoping she'll pull through, but yeah. Oh, well, anyway, shoot. <laughs> uh, we're physical therapy. Yeah. Okay. Hmm. What about you? What you drinking in my cup? Okay. So I just had an eye exam and didn't have I really did have enough coffee, but I decided to get another coffee. I went through Tim Hortons and then I also have, cause I can't just have one beverage. I also have a liquid death, um, sparkling water with me. I think we need to be sponsored by liquid death because you have that product placement in every podcast that we do. And I love it. I've never There's had one. So many things. I'm going to write a list of all the people that I would love to shout out. I know. Um, what's in your coffee? Oh, just, well, it's just regular black. Well, it's not black coffee. It's coffee with cream. Nothing. Okay. No sugar. I love, I love Tim Horton's coffee. I think it's excellent. I like it. Justin loves it. I like it for like once a week. Yeah. I'm making my own. Cause you, when you introduced me to the French press, I just feel like that's the best coffee. Oh, hands so down. I like it. And so I make that every morning. And right now I'm doing the um, yummy winter blend. I was doing oh, okay. the gingerbread blend from Trader Joe's. Anyways, so I get so excited to make that in the morning. Yeah. So honestly, I like it better than any store-bought coffee. Yeah. So, yeah. So French press is so good. Um, good. But if you have to pick a to-go coffee, where what's your favorite? Hmm. I have to pick a to-go coffee, probably Panera, but that's not even really to-go because I have to go in the store, but I like 
that coffee better than really okay yeah I know well maybe when my coffee aversion ends like right now I feel nauseous talking about coffee isn't that so weird but when it ends because I hope it does I'm gonna go to Panera because I don't know that I've like had their coffee uh hazelnut is really good if you like that flavor I like I like their coffee okay good to know all right and what's on your plate what's on my plate uh this week I don't know. I feel like I like, we've had so many appointments and stuff. What's on my plate? My kids are just really busy right now. So I feel like that's kind of on my plate of just, um, yeah, shuffling children and prioritizing like work stuff. I, nothing exciting. I'm not like healing ducks or anything. Um, <laughs> just like normal stuff. I feel good about what's on my plate. I don't feel super overwhelmed by any means, but I do feel like we're kind of busy, which actually feels so good right now, because if I'm not busy in January, I think I lean towards the depressed side. So it's really gotten me like, you know, last year at this time I was sending the kids back to school. I wasn't working. I felt like I just like, didn't have enough to focus on. And I feel a little bit different this year, which feels really good for me. So Good. Yeah. So good. Um, well, good. What are they busy with? Just like sports and school and sports and school and like, you know, homework and is it wrestling season? Yeah, it's wrestling season and they all three wrestle. So they just like practices at night and stuff and they're all in different directions. So it's all good. Just, I mean, stuff we signed up for. (laughs) Yeah. That's awesome. It feels kind of nice. Honestly, I don't feel like it's too much. I just think that like, you know, it's keeping our, our life going, which I mean, truly, I don't mean to be like a want, want, but winter historically just hasn't been my, my fave (laughs) just goes pretty soon for me. And so, um, them staying busy makes it feel like, I don't know, everybody's kind of like moving and if my kids don't, we talked about this earlier with boys, if my kids don't move a lot, it's too chaotic in my house. So it's a good, it's a good thing for all of us. Yeah. Well, yeah. that's interesting that you're saying that. Cause that's kind of what I wanted to talk about today. Just like the differences in what January's mean to different people and like January, well, any, any month can have such different meaning to people, but I feel like January is a heavy hitter there because people have big expectations for the new year, you know, and Mm -hmm. we've kind of just had that theme going for this whole month of the podcast, talking about new year's realizations and, um, having carry on to kind of talk how she works through the new year. And so I, I would like to like, let's talk more about that because it's interesting to hear you say that, like, you notice such a difference from this January to last January, like last Mm -hmm. January was too slow for you for your liking um which is totally valid like there's no wrong answer here is is, (laughs) you can't pick the wrong choice but it is so funny how there are different camps of like I'm gonna make a new year's resolution and I'm gonna go for it starting January 1 and I have all these goals and dreams and it's time to go it's go time and then there's like the camp that's like you know let's be slow and still because the trees are bare and the animals are hibernating and we're going to be with the cycles of nature. 
mm-hmm. um, which which I love. That sounds so yeah. nice, doesn't it? But you're right. It is hard to, um, it's hard to be slow in a fast paced world. Like it, it, yeah. I don't know. It's just, I think it's like some of it depends too on like the dynamic of like your family unit, you know, and like, like my kid, I don't know how else to say it. I don't have chill, slow kids. So like our house doesn't get chill. So that sounds so nice to have like a slow day, but I feel like when we're at home and nothing's going on, it's kind of like, <laughs> ah, sometimes. Yeah. But if we like fill our week with enough activity, then I feel like we can like decompress on a nice, like we can have like one day like that. I guess I just mean if it's too many days in a row that are chill, like for whatever reason, our family unit doesn't function awesome like that. But yeah. You know, so like, what does a, um, like when you're talking through that, I'm like, well, I don't know. Like, it just is so interesting to me the way the different families work. But like, for instance, Seth gets home from work at like five 30 and we have dinner. Um, I usually try to have dinner ready by like five 30 or six. We have dinner. And then that's usually like an hour of sitting around the table, six to seven ish. Maybe we play a game of like checkers or um, Uno. And then we start getting Ruby ready for bed at seven. And then she goes to in bed at, you know, eight, like lights out good night at eight. So like bath, reading books in bed by eight. And then we get in bed at eight. And then we are lights out and asleep, or I am at least by nine. And if, and if something interrupts that, in January, like that's not how we operate all year long. Sure. That's just January. Like it is dark. It is cold. There's nothing going on. I am in bed by eight, asleep by nine. And if something tries to come in between me and my eight o'clock bedtime, like <laughs> I'm <laughs> like, there's no way. I just think like, are you still at wrestling practice at eight o'clock? Like, or, you know, probably right. Like yeah, at least one of us is. Yeah. yeah. But that's not every day. There though that's Tuesday, Wednesday. But Zeke has practice from 6 to 8 every night, including Friday nights. And then <laughs> you'll die including at Friday nights. And then his tournament on Saturday was 10 hours long. Okay. Yeah. I EBO that is not normal. Apparently that is not typical, but this middle school tournament was like sitting like closed into a gym that smells like BO and it gets progressively worse throughout the day. It was a stanky wild ride. And I'm like worried I'm going to get a severe case of bleacher butt by the time it comes February. (laughs) I am marking myself safe from youth sport. Like, no, no. Beth keeps saying like Ruby, Ruby will be so good at basketball. Like we have to sign her up. And I want her to have that experience, but exactly what you just said, and no offense, because like, I know that sports parents love it. Like, and I'm sure I would learn to love it too. It just seems like such a big to do. And selfishly, it would interrupt with my slow evening. Yes, it would. Here's the thing though. I feel like you are a fast paced person. So like you're during the day with Ruby, like she's so active and doing all this stuff. So it's almost like you just, because 
you have your time with her, you get to do all that stuff during the day so yeah, that maybe. can be slower, you know? And I think that's the huge, beautiful plus of homeschooling because you can do all the activities during the day if you want to Yeah, and you can have your evenings free. Yeah, maybe, maybe we've just swapped. Like I just, I feel, I feel dead at 6 PM. I am dead. Don't, don't ask me anything that requires any brain activity. I am dead. And I've also like had a glass of wine by then and I'm just dead. I'm done. You know, like I just can't function, but maybe it is because. Well, you're out. Yeah. Cause you've been up when the rooster crows and then you're doing all your farm chores and all that stuff. So I think like Yeah. I mean, all that to say, I think it just goes back to like what your family needs and why you function and probably like how you grew up. Like obviously Justin and I both grew up with kind of a focus on that physical sport activity, which we've probably a little bit pushed our kids into. Um, I don't know for better or for worse. And so some of that is a funny, like nature versus nurture thing, you know? Um, I love listening to different family dynamics and schedules. It's one of my yeah. favorite things. But like, we've talked about this. I don't know if we talked about it on the podcast, but like, if we lived where you live, where and had like a ton of acreage and all of that, I think my kids, it would be completely different too. Like we live in suburbia, the house are close together. Like they don't go out and explore, you know what I mean? When they come home, right. like sometimes they'll play football with friends, but that's about it. And so it's different too, when you have like where you live and what opportunities you have right at home to be active, entertained is the biggest, I think. Yeah, for (laughs) sure. Our entertainment. That's what I'm trying to get at. Yes. Yeah, for sure. I, I, and again, there's nothing wrong with, with any way of doing anything as long as everyone's um, trying to be healthy and happy at the same time. So it's all good. I just, yeah, I don't know. It's just so interesting, but and also like in the new year, um, kind of try trying to dial it back in. Like if we've made, if we are the person who's like, I'm going to go for it. Like, here we go. Like, um, new year, new me, like everything right out the gate, different. Um, you know, we're, we're 11 days in when at, at time of recording, probably not at time of air, but like, I don't know if you're trying to change too much. Um, or you're trying to go too hard when you were like more sedentary last year, like that's a big change all at once. And I don't know, how's everybody feeling? How are we doing? Like, do we need to dial it back or, um, you know, or do you feel really optimistic for the year? And yeah, I think that's a great question. I think it's like, we, like, it's so easy to put out all these goals or what we want to accomplish, but like, what's our blueprint, what's our map to get there. Um, and like, we've talked about before, like, what are the non-negotiables in order to make sure that those things are then implemented into our daily or weekly or monthly routine so that we're meeting those goals. Um, and I think like part of finding peace in your schedule, whether you feel super busy or slow or wherever your like happy place is, is making sure that you've met your own personal goals or you feel healthy and happy, especially if you're a mom or a wife or somebody who has an obligation to have like multiple roles at home, you know? And so right. for me, and I've said it many of times, like 
physical activity for me is a must. I mean, sometimes it doesn't happen for, but for the most part, I will squeeze something in during the day. Um, and that enables me to feel like I've invested in myself. I feel good about knowing that like, if I'm stressed out, that that's kind of taken down a notch and then I can focus a lot easier on other tasks and the other people in my family. Like I usually, I made a joke to them like a while ago. I'm like, okay, I'm ready to be nice now. Like after I get my workout done, um, it just, it is just like how I'm wired. I feel like I need to like, ah, um, but it's funny too though. Cause this, like, I do think that I'm somewhat in between, a oh, whatever. It's just January and make all these goals, but I have been trying to slow down in terms of what, like my body and how I push it. And so I feel like I've been doing a lot more like yoga, walking, um, like low impact type workouts. And I feel really good doing that rather than just like running and like hardcore stuff. So that's a change that I've tried to implement and I'm playing around with right now to just see like, how does that affect my energy levels, my stress levels, um, you know, all of that. So, yeah, I love that. Um, something you said that I wanted to circle back to is, um, like your, your non-negotiables or your negotiables, like, and kind of also what you just said is like getting in that activity, but maybe not being as rigid as you were before with it. Like it's important, but, um, I had a a moment of realization this week where I worked on Sunday, a 12 hour shift. And that just always wipes me out. I've talked about this, I think on here before, but I have to leave for work in the 5 a.m. hour and I don't get home until 9 p.m. And in between that, and then between that is a 12-hour work shift, which is really like a 13-hour work shift after I give report and do all the things. It's a long day. And as an empath, I just I emotionally exhaust myself at work. There's always a patient who makes me feel really sad and it like wears me down. And I the the next day. Um, I'm just exhausted and I, I need to not do much that next day. Otherwise I'm going to deplete myself. And I did make a goal for myself for this year was to get back into my morning routine, um, of waking up early and doing my miracle morning stuff. And I, I didn't do it on Monday and it wasn't because I was being lazy or, um, non uh, unmotivated or whatever it was because I what was more important was that I be less rigid yeah rest my body because if I had gotten up at five even if I just walked on the treadmill I still would have been so tired so irritable with Ruby I would not have been a good mom homeschool teacher any of that and I would have not it wouldn't have done my body a service either and so I I said, I'm not getting up tomorrow. I'm going to trade in my morning routine for sleep so that I can, you know, recover. And I was, I, that sounds so silly. It sounds so small to have made that realization because, but before I was a very rigid person. I'm like, it's Monday. It's 5 a.m. I'm getting up. I don't care what I did yesterday. Yeah. This is what we do on Mondays at 5 a.m. That's how I'm typically wired. So for me to like, put my big girl pants on and say, actually, 
what I need this particular Monday is rest. That's a big move for me. And I feel very proud of myself for, for it. Um, and, and then when I did choose that, not allowing shame to creep in during that Monday, like I, I could have gotten up, but I didn't need to have that conversation with myself of like, well, you should have just done it anyway, or you would have felt better if you were just, you know, that negative self-talk can come in if you are a rigid person. And I'd be lying if I said it didn't try to creep in, but I just, I just softened that voice. And I, I was like content with, with what I did. And I feel really, that's a, that's after doing a lot of self-work otherwise. Oh, yes. And I think it's like, okay, I have multiple thoughts when you, when you shared that, because it's like, there's a verse in the Bible that says everything is permissible, but not everything is beneficial sort of applies. But my point is like, you could have done it. Should you have done it? And so it's kind of like, we can will ourselves to do things that aren't beneficial for our bodies, even if they're good things, you know, like we can push ourselves or we can like, even, even really good things like Betty from church needs a casserole because she had a baby. And it's like, we can do all the casseroles for all the people that have all the babies or whatever, but like, (laughs) Can you, like, should you for every single one of them, if it's like stressing you out and like, you don't have time to feed your family. So it's kind of like, not every like good thing is going to make you feel good on the the flip side of it. And I think like, you know, we have to be honest with ourselves. And I think there's a little bit of like that mentality that we hear, like even like self-motivators or speakers that kind of like, part of me gets riled up like, yeah, yeah, yeah. When they're like, doesn't matter. It can hurt and push through, but then there's like some reality to it that it's like, well, maybe in a certain situation, if you're like running a race or like one, one off situation, but like everyday life, should you really push through and not get enough sleep and not give your body the fuel that you need, especially when you're in charge of several people in your home? I don't know, probably not the best, you know? And so, yeah, I don't know. Just well, and I think what you said, because I feel like it's easier. It's, it's hard to implement when you've been wired a certain way. Yes, totally. So funny because I am making in the background, a casserole right now <laughs> for Betty, for, for Betty, Betty <laughs> is a casserole is being prepped on my counter because our neighbor's mother died and I'm bringing them food, That's but so- you know, it's so sweet, but, but that, but that hits me because I am that person who's like, I need to serve the whole world. And then, and I, because I love to, because that's like active service. That's like my love language. So like, that's how I'm wired. And that's immediately, I'm like, I'm sending them food. I'm doing this. I'm doing that. And you're, you're not wrong. Like there are times when I've overextended myself with a good thing. And I've hurt myself, I've hurt my marriage, I've hurt my family because I'm then depleted and I don't have time to do what we should be calling the non-negotiable, right? Like the non-negotiables of X, Y, and Z, whatever they are, they're different for everybody. And and, and so I think that would be a nice like um, call to action here is like, if you're listening to this and this resonates with you, like whip out a piece of paper and spend five minutes writing down like, what are your non-negotiables like what do you have to do at the very basic level every single day um that you cannot you know trade off for anything else like what is it I don't know for me 
that looks like, you know, spending some time with the Bible in the morning, getting in a little bit of physical activity, like um, maybe it's not at 5 a.m., maybe it's at 8 a.m. That part is negotiable. The time of it is negotiable, but still doing it is a non-negotiable. Feeding your family, like getting yeah. your kids to school, like those are the not, you know, and just making that list so that you can see in a time of stress or in a time when you, your body needs extra rest or to be a little bit slower, like what can you cross off your list? What can you give up? And what are you not willing to cross off your list or give up? You know? Yeah, I think it's good. And like, sorry, I think some of it too, is being willing to like play with different, like I don't know, different things, like not being so set in our ways. Cause I think once we get into adulthood, we've done things our own way for so long. Um, whether that's like the way we spend our time or the way we start our morning or whatever that looks like. And I was just listening to um, a podcast yesterday. It's Jenna Kutcher's podcast, which I love for any entrepreneurs. You have to listen to it. She's awesome. But she was talking about just doing your most important work in the morning and how we're just so much more productive in the morning. And even just a shift of like scheduling your day like that, whether you're in an office or whether you're at home or whatever it is, or doing the things that stress you out the hardest work, like get that over with. So it's even just little things like, are we prioritizing correctly? Um, or, or like, even if there's non-negotiables, can we just flip that a little bit to do that later on in the day? It can still be a non-negotiable, but maybe right. it would be better if we like kind of flipped our schedule around and maybe it would be better for, for us and our well being. So just not being scared to play around with that. Yeah. Um, and, and I think sometimes we get surprised. I'm like, oh, I actually, I like that. Like, I like the way that feels yeah. or that works for our family or whatever. Um, yeah. Yeah. And it, you know, it's interesting. Like last week, Carrie was talking about how she schedules her day in 15 minute increments to stay on task. And I, I, I also like, I don't know what I'm trying to say. Like I, that speaks to me because I am like a type A person. And so I want to do 9 million things all the time. And I have a lot to do here with homeschool that, you know, I have a lot of responsibilities. And so keeping myself on task, like that's tempting. Um, and it'd be interesting to have Carrie here to answer to this. I'll have to ask her outside of this podcast, but like, you know, if you, again, there, there's like a fine line there because you have to realize that sometimes that 15 minute increment might get pushed back or pushed to the side another time. And it's just like being flexible to move things around. Sometimes if you're super type A, like I tend to be, um, that would throw me off. Like, and I would be like, then I would have to step back and be like, wait, why am I freaking out that I didn't get to my, to wash my toilet today? I know it was on my list and I really wanted to get it done. And I'm so pissed that, and I would be like in this bad irritable mood because I didn't get everything done for the day when it's like, who's checking in on your toilet? Like who, I mean, that's a silly example, but like, Anything that you've set yourself up for, if you don't get it done or if it doesn't happen, like, is it, who's checking in on you? Is it really that big of a deal anyway? Like, are you adding all of that stress onto yourself? And, and right. most of the time, the answer is yes. Like, yeah. we are just self-criticizing or um, 
you know, whatever, our own schedules and, and it's okay if we don't get it all done. I know it's kind of like a fine line between having all these goals and a to-do list and having, allowing ourselves to have flexibility in there because, you know, then you have the sick kid or the thing that comes up or the, you know, and not every day, but like it happens and we have to be able to kind of be flexible because well, Most and don't you, on our list can wait. And, and it's always like, I feel like when you start a new thing where you give yourself these rigid parameters, that's when the sick kid happens. That's when, you know, the cow gets out of the fence and you have to cancel your, like, you know, you know, that in life, I feel like that's when those things pop up. It's like testing you to see like how you're going to handle, um, a situation that's outside of your control entirely, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And with grace is the answer. You handle it with grace for yourself, you know, but that's hard. But nobody likes unexpected stuff. No. Like we're always so shocked that something happened. And I'm like, well, it's kind of life, but, um, yeah. yeah. Yeah, Why does that shock us to our core every single time? You know, (laughs) that wasn't what I was hoping to do. Um, but yeah, I think like, with the new year, I mean, again, like I said before, I feel like sometimes I'm like, I'm somewhere in the middle. I do get excited to set new goals. Cause I kind of like the idea of just a rewiring and being like, all right, I really want to get focused on X, Y, and Z. Um, but I also think that like, the more I think about what stops me from doing that on the daily basis, it's what we talked about last week was just like, minimizing distractions because there's so many ways that I can be like, Oh, look over here. Look over here. Mostly yeah. with my phone. Cause I feel like it's just the endless thing. Um, or it'll remind me of something or I need to look this up. So, um, I am not great, but I've tried to put it away a little bit more this yeah. year just to like focus on whatever I'm doing at that time, at least completing the tasks that I set out to do until I respond to things or do something different. Yeah. 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 Like how many times have you gotten out your phone to like text someone back that you just remembered you forgot to respond to. And then you look and you have like an Instagram message from someone else. And so you go, then you, then you're in the rabbit hole of Instagram. Like it happens so easily. Yeah. Um, but you know, and we kind of happened. I was trying to like, and then you didn't even send that person a message that you went to send anyway. And then you laying in bed at 2 a.m. and you're like, oh, I never messaged them because House and Habit started talking about so and so. And now I'm hooked into her stories. Man, do you guys follow her? I just, I've heard of her and I've seen people repost. Doesn't she get in the weeds of like different? She gets in the weeds of everything. And then I get in the weeds of it. No, it's mostly like, celebrity gossip but like political like she's deep diving into like the election right now and all the things I feel like I've had to step away a little bit from that because one it's a time suck it's such a time suck and I feel like nothing's ever resolved so I'm just like okay yeah no (laughs) tell me when something happens yeah I'm not saying that I've never got sucked in I have but it's just like it's not good for my emotional state so yeah I, I'm just thinking like, how did I start following her as you were talking? She was the one who did the deep dive into like the Britney Spears stuff. Mm. That's like, I think when she really made a name for herself and everyone started following her because she was following that so closely 
and yeah Poor and Brett, Brett. i know bless her heart right um, bless your heart um did you read that book no i didn't but everyone like i'm surprised by the people on my instagram feed who are reading it like like all these women who i wouldn't necessarily would be think would be drawn to the book are reading it but here's the deal with that like so many of us were britney spears fans like 15 years ago when we were just like teenage girls and now we're all like church women and doing all and so i'm like wait what wait that church church girls reading the britney spears book wait what but no the church the i'm i can say this because that's my demographic too the church people are always the one that are the diehard bachelor fans the die (laughs) like it's like they're the ones that it's true what you think so that's funny yes Uh, yes it's like unassuming that's funny yeah that blows my mind but uh, that's okay well I think too is like the intrigue is there you just kind of like want to know but I feel like I am so skeptical about all that stuff that I'm like how do you know that she didn't have a ghostwriter and that like how much is from her I just feel like at this point anyone could write that maybe she has to sign off. I'm not really sure on the legalities of like all of that, how it goes down when you have some sort of biography book, but I don't know. I feel like I'd read it with a grain of salt for sure. If someone, if HGTV came to you today and said, we would love to feature you in your wallpaper company uh, and make a show about your wallpaper business, would you say yes? Hell yes. You would? Yes. Oh, I don't think I would because here's the deal. And it goes right along with what you were saying is that like they always make some drama that's not really there. Like I, because there has to be, because in the United States, if you're not entertained by drama, you're going to watch something else. So like they always create, you know, like on every bachelorette, there's one bachelorette who's the crazy one. And like, I mean, that would be unfortunate if I can't. But no, I feel like, like I, I would, would not make, say no to that opportunity. They would make fights between you and um. they would like make up like, yeah, yeah, like you and Ginger would be fighting on the show when you watched it back and you would be like, wait, we weren't fighting in real life, but like they would make it into a fight because that's how like those shows are. So for that reason, I'm shutting it down. If you come, HGTV comes here and wants to start a farm series. Nope. Go. go really? Okay. Well, send them to my house. Leave me and my injured duck alone. We are just fine without you. <laughs> no, I would definitely say yes. Maybe regret it later, but I would definitely say yes. That's <laughs> something that would be really exciting for me. <laughs> and then I'd figure out how to navigate all the nonsense afterwards. But mm, yeah, well, but you're right though. Like all of those shows, I mean, if yeah. I was on The Bachelor, I would have just been like hanging out with the girls and be like, Lindsay, you have a date? I'm like, I'm good. I'm just going to hang out here with, with the gal pals. <laughs> um, I don't want to leave my house. I, I have wine there. and these chicks. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, there's, yes. But to, to all that, all that, I, I do agree that some, what we see is probably not reality with all of that. Same with the Britney Spears book. Um, But how did we get here? I don't know. I was just thinking we are. Oh, house and habit. Yeah, how's an habit? Anyway, anyways, see that's what happens when you get on Instagram. You go in this right. rabbit hole, and then you go on this whole tangent. What are we even? What you were even gonna do? We're talking. Are we about- recording our podcast right now? <laughs> yeah. If you're still listening, 
<laughs> extra Bless your heart. for you. Bless <laughs> your heart. Anyway, uh, okay, let's rein it in. Um, yeah, I, I, I really forget we were recording for a minute. Thought we were just chatting. I like it. I like it. Uh, okay, well, so here's the deal, and I know this is going to take some time. It's going to take a really brave soul to do it first. And I know our listener population is still growing. We're, but if you are listening, will you please, I'm begging you, I, not to sound desperate, but we desperate. Can you, <laughs> can you send us a question? Can you ask us something? It can be about our Instagram. It could be about the bachelorette. It could be anything. Just ask us, but preferably mindset related um, or like, give us a topic idea so that next week, which is, is next week the last week of January or do we have an extra this week? So next week is, let me look at my Cali. Oh no, we have two more weeks. Okay. Um, so uh, we want to talk about, we want to do a Q and A's the last podcast of the month. Yeah. Preferably related to our so topic. The people that we know are listening, we're about to send you a text message if you don't send us questions. Mom, mom. <laughs> but um, I'm just kidding. I don't think it would be. It would be fun to really speak to what people are thinking without you having to, um, you know, raise your hand out loud and say it. But like, yeah. what are you struggling with with my or with the new year? What are you excited about? What are your goals? Do you have any apps or planners or whatever that are awesome and we need to know about them so we can share them with people? What is it? What keeps you going? I love that. And you know what? I kind of want to know. I'll, I'll ask you a question. I'll give you a prompt. Like, because my mind is constantly filled with like farm stuff and all of the people that I follow on Instagram are like homesteaders. I want to know what the general population, like, is everybody starting a garden? Are you guys like aspiring to grow your own food? Um, or is that something that you don't care about? Like, I, answer that for me, if you don't mind. Like, um, do you like to garden? You know, I feel like there's a shift towards that, but maybe it's only because I only follow homesteaders. But I want to know if everyone, Lindsay, do you have a garden? Do you care? Do you want to? Like, I had a garden and I didn't really, I'm still figuring out how to garden, yeah. but I, okay. yes, I want to, like, I would love to like, not a ton. I don't want to, I mean, not like crazy, but yes, yeah. I enjoy. And I think the kids like love that process. They think it's so cool. Okay. Really. Even the boys. Yeah. The boys. Yeah. They think it's so Even the wrestling boys. Well, yeah, they like to, you know, see their own food. And like, it probably is a statistic that if a kid helps grow their own food, they're definitely more likely to eat it. Right. Like that's, oh, a, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. For so sure. I like to do it, but last year I just, I didn't get ahead of it in time. So yes, I like yeah. to, but I would like to know that too. Yeah. I just want to know, like, I'm, I'm genuinely curious because it's like all I see in here, but I don't know if that's just because I've created like this algorithm of gardeners on my Instagram. Definitely so. have. But the other thing that everyone's doing now, yeah, the sourdough bread. I see. Oh, yes. Which I love. I'm so happy people are on the train. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. I, I, um, yeah, 
Okay. But yeah, what are you into? Tell us how, I mean, you know, all your thoughts about what's motivating you. Um, and if there's anyone out there um, that uh, has experienced like big tragedy or big loss this year already, like how are you moving forward so that that doesn't define your whole year? I'd like to know that too. Like that's um, the turn. Yeah. I don't mean to like be want, want, but I do think like, if your year starts out on not the foot you were hoping for, like, yeah. does that, does that define your whole year? Or are you able to like pivot and um, get back on the path you were hoping for? You know? That is interesting that you said that. Cause it's mostly in just like on the social media world, but you see people kind of like saying, 2003 wasn't my year or 2003 was the best year. And it's interesting yes. how we bunch in those life experiences and like, it kind of dictates the whole year or it doesn't. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, for some reason it caught my attention this year more than ever because I saw it a lot. Um, yeah. which is interesting. Cause I feel like I don't want to define an experience to a whole year because then it makes me really sad like a year is a long time a year is a long time yeah so like how can we move through the good and the bad and not have to define it because that makes me stressed but maybe yeah. that's how I'm wired I don't know well maybe that's a whole podcast episode because I've been thinking about that a lot lately too because there's good and bad and there's exhaustion and energy like there's mm -hmm. there's usually an and involved in all of those things and it's just again that's where the mindset comes in it's having that wiring that muscle memory in your brain to be able to find the and to the bad you know yeah or to the like finding the and so anyway hey. yeah it's, it's it's a good thing to think about because yeah. that is all like our framework, you know? Yeah, totally. Okay. So let's end on. So send in your questions, please. Um, or comments or thoughts about what we just talked about. Um, and let's end on what are you loving right now? What am I loving right now? What I'm loving is cozy socks. And I don't even know what we call them. They're like thugs, fake Uggs. This is what I wear. Oh, yeah. Like high, high cozy socks with oh, cute. Uggs. What are you, where are you? Uh, those are from Altered State. Okay. Yeah. Um, what was the next question? Uh, that was it. I just, oh, to yeah. Know. Yeah. That's where I got them. So I just, you know, all about that cozy, cozy life. Yeah. What are you loving right now? Um, I'm really loving and, and I'm maybe butchering his name, but uh, I think it's Jervis. Is that right? Jervis Campbell, Jervis, Jervy, Jervy, Jervy. Do you not pronounce the S? I don't know. He, um, Jervy, Jervis Campbell. Uh, he's an artist, like a singer, okay. and um, all of his songs are. Uh, I, I actually just discovered him this morning when I was just like listening to Spotify. He popped up, and both Ruby and I were like, "Wait, what? This song is so good." And it was the song Glory by him. Look it up if you want. 
Um, and so then I was researching him and all of his songs are um, prayers that have helped him through his life that he like then turned into a song and they're good. He's like kind of, he's kind of bluesy and like, kind of like, I don't know. He's good. And yeah. if he's coming to Columbus uh, just randomly. If you are a Columbus listener um, and you fall in love with him, he's coming to Columbus on March 24th. So Oh, you're a real fan within the past 12 I mean, I'm, I'm just looking at this I website. bought his t-shirt and his swag package. <laughs> <laughs> and we're getting him on the podcast. He's going to be on next. Sounds um, great. Anyway, I'm loving his music right now. So check it out. Cool. All right, guys. Well, thanks for tuning in and chatting with us. And yes. Give us some feedback, please. I'm begging you. I'm begging you. Okay. All right. Go take care of your duckling. I will. I'm going to, we're going to go outside and get some sun and hike and enjoy the day. Oh, good. All right. Toodaloo, everybody. Bye.